Ponyol is so hard and so rare to get. But I got Kiki's Delivery Service, which is one of my personal favorites. It's my second favorite uh, Miyazaki film. Spirited Away. My Neighbor Titoro. Why are these backwards? This is my Noki. This is my favorite one, actually. The Wind Rises. Then Porco Rosso. Then, of course, Ponyo. I really need a subcover for that. Now, let's move on to my DVDs. Good morning, Sanfermato fans. How are you guys doing? Today we're going to talk about environmental weaponization. On January 1st of 2021 this year, I made what I thought was a very exciting announcement about a new direction and a new purpose for the new teachers, the new books, and the new institutions that are on the way to replace the old ones. What had happened is that uh, previously I was doing some research and came across the idea of object weaponization. Object weaponization just means that when you're playing a game there is a base that you want to try to avoid or there's a base that you want to try to acquire. Same thing when you're shooting targets, playing cards, it's a very simple concept. I created the term environmental weaponization to denote the opposite effect of that, which means that there are no bases and there are no cards and there are no targets that you can hit or that you can't hit that have not been wired. This is a radical concept when you take it and when you apply it to the environment that we live in today. Try to relax. So for our kids out there, this is a very easy idea to understand. If I put a $20 bill in a magazine and put the magazine on the magazine rack with a hundred other magazines, you know that one of those magazines has the $20 bill in it. That's object weaponization. What I am telling you is that in the day and age that we live in right now, you cannot pick up a magazine off of the rack that has not been weaponized. We're living in a day and an age where you've never seen a movie that has not been weaponized. You've never played a PC game that hasn't been weaponized. You've never read a paperback novel, a textbook, a history book. I don't care what the subject material is about. You could pick up a magazine on fashion. You could pick up a magazine on economics. It doesn't make any difference. 
They're all weaponized. Now, when I say weaponized, what do I mean by that? I mean that all of these items have been hacked. They've had information put into them on purpose. That could be symbolism, it could be algorithms, it could be messages, it could be the occlusion of other people or cultures, it could be certain news subjects or certain data. That's what I mean by weaponized. I'm talking about the hacking of all of our movies, TV shows, news reports, paperback novels, and things like that. Is this an info war? Yes, it's an info war, but it goes far beyond uh, just the hacking of news reports. In fact, there's four broad categories where this hacking and environmental weaponization is taking place and I'm going to give you those four categories right now. Number one, objects. That means things like magazines, books, DVDs, music, smartphones, computers, even your automobile. The second category of this environmental weaponization is the information that you get. That means your education, that means your communications, that means records, history, it means data sets, and it also means news reports. The third category where this hacking and environmental weaponization is taking place is with people. That means their personality, their values, their appearance, their morals, their health, their biometrics, and their nervous system. The fourth category where this hacking is taking place is in our natural resources. That means our food, our plant life, our wildlife, our potable water and air, and things like that. Okay, so now we've delineated something happening in the environment we weren't aware of before. Now you'll remember that in another uh, podcast and PDF I gave you four basic data sets that you can apply to the environment. One was sample space, the other was geography, the other was uh, temporal, and the last was cause and effect. So just for having a little fun, temporally we're going to say it's happening all of the time or that it's, it's going throughout time. Um, with regards to geography, we're gonna say it's happening all over the world, just for sake of argument. Um, for sample space, we're gonna say that we each get the same magazines or that we all buy the same hamburgers or that we're all watching the same movies. Which leaves us with our last category, which is cause and effect. That means Who's doing it? Why is it being done? How is it being done? Where is it being done? And when is it being done? And the answer to that question that I got was Eskimos. No, it wasn't Eskimos. It was white Caucasian males, specifically 
white supremacists. White supremacists are hacking every single living and non-living system imaginable to accommodate them specifically so that they can remain here on Earth. I put a blog out there a while ago, it's called a war, because a police officer shot a war at me one day, that was a bad thing to do. But, um, so I posted a blog called War, where I gave people about five different data sets, whereby um, white Caucasian males start to disappear. And there's a few new heuristics that have been added to that blog. But things like a fair government, a fair social space, a fair business space, um, equal education, and uh, democratization of police powers and police equipment and things like that totally wipe them out. Um, it's a total reversal of his situation. His situation is actually fabricated and it isn't real. It's based on hacking, literally. Um, and that's what is allowing him to remain. That being said, delineating this environmental weaponization is delineating one of the biggest existential threats to mankind worldwide. It's to our safety, it's to our morals, it's to our technology and equipment, it's to our minds. It's to our entertainment, it's to our physical health, it's to the cars we drive, it's for our purposes in life, what we do with our lives, who we work for, what happens in our churches, and things like that are all being hacked by white supremacists to serve white supremacy. So, am I being unfair here? Aren't white Caucasian males the greatest things in sliced bread? Obviously, they're just wonderful. Uh, they're responsible for a lot of technological progress, engineering, and uh, so forth. The problem is not the good that people do. Good is already expected of each and every one of us. The problem is the amount of consumption, waste, genocide, murder, uh, distribution of weapons, things like that, that can be traced back to them as a group or as a class of people. In fact, on a per capita basis, I'm pretty sure that they have the highest uh, consumption of fossil fuels, they'll leave the most debt left unpaid, they'll leave the most prison time left unpaid, they'll steal and eavesdrop and appropriate the most information and data worldwide through platforms like Google, Facebook, um, and so forth. And um, I think we have the most pollution also coming from them as well. We also have hundreds of millions of AK-47s, handguns that are now distributed worldwide. We have nuclear proliferation. We have atomic weapons. Uh, we have the overproduction of gasoline engines, plastics, textiles. Americans have been tricked into funding their own terrorism. 
We have supposedly clan hunting that is going on here in the United States of America. We have the sixth mass extinction of wildlife. And we even have the popularization of Satanism as a coping strategy for a competitive environment. We have the highest incarceration rate in the world. That's just uh, a small list of some of the things that are idiosyncratic to their group of people specifically. So, what does all of this mean? This means that we have a group of men who are hacking all of our objects, communications, and human beings for the purposes of venerating a group of people who have no business being venerated or held up on high. This is an existential threat. And for that reason, on January 1st, 2021, I made the announcement that I am leaning very heavily towards the institutionalization of this phenomena in our next book. Not a religious book, but we do need probably a book for the household and a book for the family worldwide. This is a hack that is so large that you can't see around it because you're born into it. Then there's cybernetics, which hacks your nervous system that can literally block memories, create new memories, dissuade you from certain thoughts, create biological and physiological responses to certain stimuli. Now you have a hack that you can't think around or you can't move around. This is an existential threat. And because it is, it is worth institutionalizing into our next round of books, teachers, and institutions worldwide for mankind's safety. In fact, I'm going to give you a list now of a few things that uh, we shouldn't get used to as a species. Number one, no privacy. Hacked platforms on the internet, like Facebook or Twitter, things like that. Third-party communications, RIPs, which means a ruler in parallel, false flags, going without civil rights, unreported news, unpaid budgets, slavery, cats, dystopian nightmares, genocide, monopolies, Satan worship, warring over competing, the use of cybernetics, the use of cybernetics for sexual assault, white privileges, and the like. That's not a total list, obviously, but it's something that you want to remain cognizant of because if you're not, it's simply something that you're born into and you get acclimated to thinking and operating within. Okay, you guys, that's gonna wrap it up for this video cast. I hope you guys had fun and I hope you learned something. Um, if you study games or game theory, then you know what it means when the house is stacked in your favor or when you have a margin of difference, a few percentage points, so that you win at the table a little more often. 
I have never in my life uncovered so many cheats to help somebody who is naturally a loser become a winner and climb up on top of everybody else. That's a remarkable phenomenon. And I have watched as presidents of the United States have danced with indigenous people from around the world and what appears to me to be a mockery of them uh, as he tries to differentiate himself from other lands and other cultures. But never forget that these people are also Indians, uh, but they may clean up very well. And occasionally they may surprise you when they signal leak that they are Indians. And uh, if you read the war blog, you'll understand that on a fair marketplace, he is eliminated and he is a loser. Although he may call himself a winner. And so I came up with an acronym for him. It is winner. It's W.I.N.NER. It stands for white, Indian, 